This is No PC Allowed, a.k.a. No Political Correctness Allowed, and I am Mac Iverson. The 2022 election on November 8th happened a few months ago, but here's a snapshot of one of the typical voters in Maricopa County, Arizona on that day. He shows up expecting to take maybe 30 minutes to vote, ends up taking four hours. Their printer malfunctions or the tabulator's not working, his vote ends up not counting. People drive up, see the long lines, they have to go back to work so they don't vote. We didn't have a red wave as all the rhinos promised, but rather a pink trickle. In a time when we have runaway inflation, recession, high gas prices, Illegal aliens on average around 10,000 more or more per day. It's molesting children in government schools. Uh, flushing trillions of dollars down the drain on that giant toilet called, uh, the toilet bowl called Ukraine. A deep state fully complicit in the utter destruction of what many believed when President Trump was in office was the greatest nation on the earth. So what's the biggest Uh, the bigger issue here. What's this really all about? How did we get here? Most important, how do we get out? The bigger issue here is good old-fashioned third-world corruption. The big guy screwing over the little guy, the forgotten man, and making certain genuine reform will never, ever happen. First, how did we get here? There are all kinds of voter fraud out there. It's overwhelming, and it all greatly favors Democrats. Electronic voting, printers not working, tabulator not working, AI glitches, bad signature verifications, mail-in voting, ranked choice voting, motor voter, driver's license for illegal aliens, ballot harvesting for felons, illegal aliens, and the homeless, and even pets. Long lines up to four or five hours with working people choosing to walk away because they don't have time to vote. Here's a huge target. Massive voter fraud in the military because many voters there are very right-wing, so there's there um, those Republican votes need to be squelched. And how about this one? Early voting, 30 days before Election Day, and of course this turd world classic election month, taking 30 days or more to find enough fake ballots to get their guy to win in a squeaker. But the biggest villain of all is electronic voting. As long as that exists, there will always, always be cheating. It makes it way too easy to cheat. For example, in the New York governor's race, Republican Lee Zeldin won exactly 34,311 votes in every single county that the Republican that went Republican except for one. Let me repeat that. 34,311 votes were the votes that uh, Lee Zeldin won in every single county except one in New York a few months ago. That's obviously absolutely impossible. So it's clear electronic fraud. Just one insider can give admin access to any outsider worldwide. Any algorithm can be defined in any way a cheater wants. For example, five Republican votes can count as only one vote. These electronic votes can easily be manipulated. In Republican-controlled Alabama, they have a rubber stamp electronic election committee that is appointed, not elected, and Alabama Attorney General John Merrill 
is openly fighting against free and fair elections there. So the deep state is alive and well, even in Alabama. Brazil is the last country in Latin America still trying to resist. There were millions of Brazilian patriots in the streets after their recent election, but guess what? They have 100% electronic voting there, which equals total fraud. Election fraud and math expert Dr. Douglas Frank says that thousands of dead people are voting in a single election. Dominion voting machines are manipulating voters. Starting in 2002, the government installed what are called Albert sensors in every single county in America, a federal network. Electronic systems are easily hackable, and it tells the bad guys in real time how the vote count is going. But the greatest threat is Roma McDaniel of the RNC, niece of Mitt Romney. She uh, has problems because I believe that uh, the nut does not fall far from the tree. And Roma stopped a lawsuit from going to the Supreme Court challenging the uh, election results. She is the enemy of America. In Pennsylvania, there was massive fraud from hacking. And uh, the state of Pennsylvania actually hired a firm after the election to rebuild the voter rolls. And then three days later, it was bought out by Jeff Suckabuck or Suckerberg, as some people tell him. <laughs> Suckabuck is what I call him, though. Um, so in seven states, more people are on voter rolls than they have people. Maine, for example, has 75% voter turnout of 105% of the population, and all 50 states are in the fraud zone. Recounts may show as exact, but they're just recounting fake numbers. In Wisconsin... There were 40,000 more votes than voters. This is centrally controlled fraud. They fill voter rolls just before election, purged by, uh, for example, Jay Sekulow of Judicial Watch. His organization purged the voter rolls in California in a prior election, and then all fake rolls, some 1.3 million, were put back in again before the next election. So purging the voter rolls before each election cycle becomes an exercise in futility. To know which fake names to use, there has to be computer network uh, access to illegitimate voter information. To do this, there has to be a massive complex organized system for corruption. How to keep it all so secret? Well, China is likely a major culprit. These voting machines are online so anyone can hack them worldwide if they know what they're doing, and they obviously do. Almost all machines have hackable modems. In 1996, 30%, there was a 30% surge in fake voter registration. 50,000 were added to the rolls that year, but none of those voted. Not until 2002 when 10,000 voted. In 2004, 20,000 voted. In 2006, 30,000 voted. They primed the pump and stuck them in every single state in the country. Fake voters all. But the biggest impact uh, was obviously in battleground states. 
the Secretary of State in California reported that 17,785,151 ballots were cast in the 2020 election. Actually, only 17,070,998 ballots were cast. So they're missing 714,000 voters, and no one knows who they are or who put in all those fake votes. In 2014, there was a massive influx from motor voter in California. So they had illegal aliens voting and continuing to vote. Regarding the Arizona governor's race, in December, a Judge Thompson tossed out Carrie Lake's lawsuit. It was merely a show of pretend objectivity, not the real thing. Lake, like Trump, has been deemed too much of a threat to the corrupt deep state and must be defeated by hook or crook to hide the corruption of the fake votes and fake results. On Lake's team was highly respected and accurate pollster Richard Barris, who showed 25 to 40,000 voters disenfranchised on election day due to polling issues. Lake lost by only 17,000 votes, and this not counting illegal votes from early voting. The math supports Lake for governor as the winner. Katie Hobbs hid in her basement during the election, or just prior to the election. And just like Vice President Brandon, she knew she didn't have to campaign. She knew she would win because the cheaters had her back, just like Vice President Brandon. A brief history of, of the vote scam, uh, most recent history. There's COVID, of course, and China originated the scam. The panic spread. It, it spread to the United States, and China said that many died from COVID, which was a lie. But the deep state and, the er and early on the naive believed that lie. So there were shutdowns, systemized induction of agoraphobia or fear of going out. Uh, companies like DoorDash and Amazon and Zoom exploded in growth and extreme paranoia about even going outside uh, because the deep state was obsessed with every vote be counted and especially every imagined vote, vote by mail, was rife with fraud. It created tens of thousands of fake votes and victories for Democrats and the primary cheaters in the 2020 and 22, uh, 2022 elections. And obviously because the uh, vast majority of mail-in votes were Democrat with mafia-like vote harvesting, these votes exponentially favored Democrats. And that's nothing new. Gangsters and tyrants have played these basic, uh, same basic games for thousands of years. In December 2020, YouTube has famously and desperately reported that it will remove videos and not allow any talk questioning election results. Obviously, not just YouTube, but search engine censorship is legendary. Put in any request for conservative information and you get the opposite. Why? Because they obviously support that voting fraud. What other option could there possibly be? Did YouTube censor after Republican George Bush won election because of Florida? No. They loved all the claims of stolen election. They claim special privilege because it's their company and they can censor if they want. But they aren't even disputing the censorship charge. They're just saying they're right essentially because they're YouTube and you're wrong because you're not YouTube and they can bully you all they want. Seriously, 
That's as deep as it all goes. No confusion here whatsoever, ladies and gentlemen. It's all about bullying, nothing more, nothing less. It's the big fat kid on the playground picking on the little kid, beating him up, and stealing his lunch money. If people believe conservatives are evil, then of course there will be massive voter fraud because it's so easy to justify. If all Republicans are Nazis, Democrats can then rationalize absolutely every single dirty, rotten, filthy, disgusting, wildly immoral response to any claim of voter fraud. They are misunderstood saints, or so they arrogantly and ignorantly believe. All this should enrage you. If you're not enraged, you're probably just a selfish a-hole. Think of all the American patriots who sacrificed their lives or health or mental well-being from PTSD just so that the communist Chinese or tech giants or whomever could simply illegally stuff ballots and then election officials turn a blind eye. You should be absolutely enraged. If elections aren't accurate, nothing else matters. That's what the de facto governor of Arizona, Carrie Lake, said. She says, this is the issue of our time, and it absolutely is. One of the solutions is so obvious. Paper same-day voting. The cheating Democrats despise this idea only because it blows their cover. Logically, there can be no other reason to oppose it. Another idea, and should scare the the living crap out of anyone, it's a long shot, but the death penalty for anyone convicted of any vote fraud. Does that sound extreme? No, it is extreme to allow vote stealers to get away with urinating on the legacy of those uh, American patriot heroes who died on the battlefields down through the ages. They died so that your vote would be counted and would matter. They died so that the USA does not degenerate into some third-world pisshole of sham election days, weeks, or months in nefarious kangaroo courts that imprison or kill potential opponents. Senator Josh Hawley says that we should revoke Section 230, the 1996 law that shields online companies from lawsuits over the content they host and how they police it. He wants to break up these tech giants as well. This fraud is in your face. Tens of thousands on election day and now hundreds of millions of people now know about this blatant cheating. Even this does not change the fact that this cheating continues unabated. Unless something substantial is done between now and the next election day, or should I say election month, Nothing will change, no reform, no improvement at all. The only solution, dear listener, is for you, and I do mean you, to take up the burden of cleaning things up. I'll use myself as an example. About the only reason I chose to take up this podcast was because I was convinced that nothing would ever change or ever even get better unless I got involved. And I truly believe that, even to this day. Nothing will change until I get involved, and you must take on that exact same attitude. And when our numbers become big enough, when we hit that critical mass, 
then you will be amazed at the rapidity of positive change. Absolutely amazed. Our enemy is largely a phantom enemy. They don't really exist. They have prospered because freedom lovers do not understand or embrace what the New Age left calls the law of attraction. The Davos billionaires understand it perfectly and have used it all of their lives. The LOA is that you attract what you focus on. The Chinese communists want power and world hegemony, and the Davos crowd, or the WEF, or World Economic Forum, wants money, power, and whatever meaning their personal demons possess. The Bible says, Where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keepeth law, happy is he. China and Davos billionaires have no law per se. It's whatever they imagine. But they have vision, and that vision drives them. When will American patriots find their vision and start to thrive and be happy? Action step. Really, there's only one action step. The solution is grassroots. We need to get lots of pressure points going. Learn to act independently. Understand. Wisconsin and Pennsylvania have decertified the 2020 election. Just one more state, Georgia, means that Trump is back in the White House. Then there's one vote per state. Per the 12th Amendment, Trump can get 10 years as president, not eight years. Not likely, but it's certainly possible. Do you have the political will? That is the question. Someone who has all kinds of political will and money is George Soros. He was recorded back in 2002 saying, we will own every Secretary of State in the United States by 2020. We will own every Secretary of State by 2020. Again, the solution is to pass legislation at the state level for same-day voting. It's a no-brainer that if you can go to the store, you can vote. Paper ballot only just like in liberal Europe, publicly hand-counted votes, and finally, proof of voter ID. The USA is the only country on earth that does not require it. All that is a very effective and very simple solution. Plato said that one of the penalties of non-involvement is that you get governed by your inferiors, intellectually and morally. Inside the dome of the Madison, Wisconsin Capitol building is a mosaic, about 100 years old, of Lady Liberty, with one hand pointing to heaven, and with the other protecting the sacred ballot box. We're suffering now because we've lost the ballot box. When the wicked rule, the people groan. This is No PC Allowed, and I'm Mac Iverson, and we will meet again next week and every week.